you're listening to the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast, where we talk all about how you can build your child's resilience, self-esteem, and happiness. I'm your host, Laura Earnshaw, the founder of My Happy Mind, and I am totally dedicated to helping you become the best parent or carer that you can be. We're proudly impacting over half a million children now in our programs in schools, nurseries, and homes. And today, I'm going to be sharing some of those tips with you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to our next episode in our five-part series looking at the PERMA model or the five key areas that we know from the science have the most impact on our happiness. Today we are going to be talking about meaning and why this is so critical to our overall happiness and mental health. So let's dive in. Let's start by defining what meaning actually means. What's the definition of meaning? Well, it's really all about our purpose and about what we believe we are on this earth to do. So those of us who describes ourselves as having true purpose would feel very much aligned with and in flow with the thing that we believe we are here to do. So people often say when they're younger, I just know I want to be a doctor. And that's a really true purpose for them. They want to help other people in their time of need. Others who end up taking a different path will often say that they've just always known this is what they wanted to do. Now, that's somebody who's got a really strong sense of purpose or meaning. They believe that the things they're doing in their life are really important and they really are helping them move towards something that they really believe in. By contrast, people who have less meaning or purpose in their life may feel that they kind of do what they do as a means to an end, just to pay the bills and pay the mortgage. They may describe themselves as never really having known what they wanted to do when they grew up, even if they are already, in fact, grown up. So people who haven't yet necessarily defined or or really been in alignment with their meaning or purpose, feel much less connected to their work. They feel much less connected to kind of what they're doing and why they're doing it. And why this matters is that we know from the science that those of us who have a strong sense of meaning or purpose and who spend enough time operating in that meaning or purpose arena are just much happier than those of us that don't. And the very simple reason for that is that when we are operating in line with what we believe our true meaning or our true purpose is, is that we're getting that dopamine released and we're feeling like we're fulfilling the work that we're supposed to be doing. Now, this doesn't just apply to the context of work. It actually applies to our leisure time and it also applies to younger children as well as adults. And meaning and purpose is something that can be really, really tricky if it doesn't come easily to you or it doesn't come obviously to you. Let me say a bit more about that. When we are children and we're going to school and we are going through all of the motions that that come with that, you know, we are encouraged to learn lots of different lessons, whether we enjoy them or not. We do RS, we do maths, we do English, we do PE, we do history, et cetera, et cetera. And we're not necessarily asked whether we want to do those things. We just have to do them, right? It's just part of the curriculum. It's just what we do. And likewise, we may be encouraged by parents to do certain sports. Maybe if your um, parents are football mad, you'll be encouraged to do football. Or maybe if your parents are into tennis, you'll be encouraged to do that. And again, 
often these things happen and these activities are encouraged very much without consultation. Okay, we might say to our children, do you want to join football? But beyond that, it's just something that we do. It's something that we encourage. And through those processes as children, some children will really find the thing that they love. You know, some children will say, won't they, I wanted to be a footballer from when I was five, or I've wanted to sing since I was six. And that's an example of someone really finding their meaning or purpose at at quite a young age. But often children don't have that. And so they kind of, they go through the education system, their objective being to do well in primary school, and then they go through high school. If they stay all the way through school, their objective being to get good GCSEs and good A-level results, and then their path will be defined from there, right? Some of them will go on to university if that's the path that they've decided on with input from family and others might start a trade or whatever it might be. But there's kind of this path that's laid out for us. You go to school, you go to college, you go to university, you get a job, right? And so often what can happen is that we can get sucked along with that tide and we can start to believe that our purpose, our mission is the one that everyone else around us is doing. Well, my purpose and mission is to get a job, to get a good job with a good salary, because then I can buy a nice house and then I can get married and have children and we can have nice holidays. And it's very easy for us to get swept up into society's version of success and not actually follow our true passion and meaning. And one of the reasons that that can happen is that often our true passion and meaning isn't something that's easily translated into a job. So for example, if you are mad about football and your dream is to become a professional footballer and you don't make it, you're not in that elite level of performance that you're going to make it, what many people would do is scrap that dream and they would go and train to be an accountant or whatever it might be. Rather than saying, well, if football is my passion and that gives me this real sense of meaning, okay, I can't play football, but how do I stay in the football arena? Because that's just my passion. Often what we do do is we say, well, that didn't work out, so I'm going to have to do something totally different. Likewise, if you're a singer and you are desperate to make it big as a singer, again, we know that that's a really, really tricky area to be successful in just because it's there's so much competition. So if you don't make it, do you quit altogether and go and get a job in retail? Or do you find another way to keep that passion and meaning going? Not necessarily through a job. Maybe you make it your mission to every Saturday go and sing in a pub or whatever it might be. The point is, is that there are clues to our happiness that are hidden in the things that matter to us most. Those things that give us joy, those activities that we love are where happiness clues lie. And so if you can't make them into your career, you can certainly make them into your hobby. And what often happens in life, as particularly as we get older and we start our career, is that those hobbies or things that we love are almost brushed aside because we're so busy just getting through life. We're so busy just with the job that we need to get to bring the money in and pay the bills. And we lose sense of or sight of what those real passions, that real sense of meaning was for us because life has just become so busy. And so one of the things that's really nice to do as an adult is to think about, you know, when you were a child or when you were growing up and you were still dreaming big before you kind of got sucked into the the machine that is life, what were the things that you were most passionate about? What were the things that gave you that true sense of, of meaning and purpose? You know, was it sport? Was it music? Was it charity? What was it for you? And are you still 
investing time in those spaces or have they just fallen away? And many people report that they've just fallen away because we're busy. Maybe you've got kids, you've got an important job or you're just busy working or or you're busy as a housewife or you're busy as a stay-at-home dad, whatever it might be. Often the minute we become a parent or we have caring responsibilities, our own passions, our own hobbies, our own kind of areas that we love become second priority. And as a result of that, we can, we can stop doing them, which is a real shame. And it's a real missed opportunity for our well-being and happiness. So just like with the last episode, I do want to encourage you to do a bit of reflection here and think about what are those activities or those things that give you true meaning and purpose? And to what extent are you still engaged them in your life? And if the answer is actually not very much, then I'd love for you to think about how you could do more of them. How could you start to reintegrate those activities into your life, even if it's just for an hour a week? And then the second thing we're going to start to look at in this episode is what does this mean for our children? So how do we help children discover what their meaning and what their purpose is? Because if we know that having meaning and purpose and spending time in our meaning and purpose is really good for our mental health, it makes us feel really happy, then it follows that we're going to want our children to be in that zone as much as possible. So how do we do that? Well, again, success leaves clues. And one of the things I like to encourage you to do with your children is to look for the activities where they just get super excited. What are the things that you suggest you do where they get really excited? Is it, for example, playing outside? Is it going for a bike ride? Is it going to the movies? Is it reading a book? What are the activities that when you suggest them, you see your children light up? These are the starts of clues of the things that they really enjoy and the things that they're really passionate about and could be some of the early signs of where they get meaning and purpose. So for example, one of my children absolutely loves being outdoors. It's the place where they are calmest, where they lose a sense of time, where they really get into that state of flow that we've talked about before. And so I believe that there's a seed there around something that's going to become really important to them in terms of meaning and purpose. And I don't know what that looks like yet because they're still quite young, but I think there's something there. And so I'm going to continue to encourage it. What are the things that you spot? What are the things that you spot that you think there's something in that for them? And I'm going to encourage that, not necessarily so that it becomes a job for them and it becomes their career, but that they hook onto it and that they understand that this is something that gives them meaning and purpose. And therefore it's something that we should do. Because when we can really encourage our children to engage in those activities that give them meaning and purpose, engage in those things that make them feel good, we're actually teaching them how to look after their own mental health. And so meaning and purpose, again, is this sense of feeling like the activities that you are engaged in, the things that you are doing, are exactly where you should be. It's why you were put on this earth and it's what makes you happy. And there's one thing I know for sure. We all need a bit more meaning and a bit more purpose in our lives. So if you're listening to this thinking, I don't know what my meaning or purpose is. I don't know what my child's kind of real passion areas are that could be the early signs of that meaning and purpose. Don't worry about that. Don't make that something to be stressed about. Just let it be something that you reflect on. Let it be something that you explore. And if you're really stuck with your own meaning and purpose, take yourself back to when you were younger. What were those areas? What were those things that you just used to lose yourself in? 
that you just used to lose all sense of time and you could spend hours doing them without eating or drinking. You just get lost in them. Was it reading? Was it playing the piano? Was it exercise? What was it for you? And are you doing enough of that in your life today? That's the thought I'm going to leave you with. I hope you've really enjoyed this episode and I'll be back for the final in this five-part session around the PERMA model, which is accomplishment and why it's so important for us to live our very best lives. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below and I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.